0: Heyo!
1: Whoa! <laughs> I definitely was recording when that happened too. By the
0: way, <laughs> no one likes a bragger, Keith.
1: <laughs> the name of this episode is going to be
2: Heyo. Hey-o! <laughs> How do you spell that again? Right <laughs> Renee's just loving
0: it. I don't know where they got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say
1: <laughs> this episode is going to be like nobody likes a bragger. <laughs> okay are you ready yeah I can pretend I am thanks for joining no my voice cracked we can't have that <laughs> it in <the>
2: podcast. <laughs> it <is>. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> get it out
1: thanks for joining oh you're still laughing
2: <laughs> sorry <laughs>
1: thanks for joining us for another episode i'm keith
0: i'm kate i'm renee and it's okay if you're not okay
1: we're talking about thanksgiving today makes you hungry but before we Mm -hmm. jump into that how you can help us reach more people with the podcast one is subscribe to the podcast two is review the podcast and three is share the podcast did i say share twice
0: if you did, that's okay. Share. Share. And I didn't and catch share it. Yeah. Great. It's really important.
2: <laughs> that
1: really helps us reach more people in our community and across the country with these messages about mental wellness. So do it.
2: Hey-o. Wow. wow. <laughs> that's like way more assertive than wow. I normally am. Yes, so I was, really was really out of character. I was like, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. And on that note, Thanksgiving. <laughs> so before we j- jump in, I want to acknowledge and affirm. Both that Thanksgiving can be a wonderful thing and a hard thing for people, depending on your past and your history. And also that not all of our listeners uh, celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And so we acknowledge that and affirm that those are decisions that are okay to make.
2: And that we respect it. Yeah, And so we're going to
1: talk a little bit about the ways in which we shape and model our lives to help make the Thanksgiving holiday more positive. Acknowledging Mm -hmm. some of the stressors there. And we're going to talk about how gratitude around Thanksgiving can be helpful to us. And those are some skills and some ideas that you can apply whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not. So stick with us even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. And I hope you um, can learn some some pieces there. Absolutely. So I know we've talked, and for all of us, Thanksgiving is... Pretty much a positive thing, although we acknowledge that there's, that there's been some years that have been more stressful than others, and there's dynamics that have been hard. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that really set Thanksgiving apart for for you uh, in the midst of, uh, like, compared to the rest of the year? The food. What What about the, I mean, like, <laughs> just, like, that there's more food, particular types of food.
0: I think it's because, um, I think it's because of we have... My family specifically, we've created tradition around certain uh, dishes that really aren't right. Green bean casserole, okay? Yes, it's one of my yes. top three guys. I can't do Thanksgiving without it, guys. I can make a green bean casserole on I mean tomorrow. It doesn't matter, but around this day and it just because of the um, because of the meaning we put behind it, right? The shared experience we put behind it, the food becomes just such an integral part of. The way that we celebrate and the way that we have fellowship together as a family, uh, the food just becomes a, a focal point for that, and it's it's really fun. Yeah, it's really fun learning from generations, cooking the same things. Um, I found on on the whole food trip here, this really isn't a food podcast. I promise. Um, <laughs> I be love. It be. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I would probably be much more well versed <laughs> in that, or be much more opinionated. Um, I love asking people. Um, if you could only have three things on your Thanksgiving dinner table, what would they be? And the only reason I ask that is to bring to light some of the differences in traditions and oh, food yeah. tastes that different cool. families have. And so it's really fun to think about. Um, yeah. Just to just kind of put a different spin on it because yeah. we all don't have the same thing on, on the table and that's, that's okay.
1: So that's really interesting uh, for me this year because uh my wife and I are hosting Thanksgiving for my family this year, oh, which is wow. not our normal piece. And my family doesn't know this yet. Uh, we're changing. Surprise. <laughs> yes. We're changing <laughs> the traditional Thanksgiving, uh, menu.
2: Tell us more.
0: I your family.
1: <laughs> so we're going to have some of those. So green bean casserole will still be there. Okay. Yep. But we're not <laughs> doing Turkey and Turkey oh. stuffing. We're doing pork tenderloin and, and pork stuffing. Nice. Uh, and so it's, we're doing something different, right? But it points to, like, I haven't told my family yet because I've, I've been trying to decide when to tell my They're probably going to find out by listening to this episode of the podcast.
0: And yeah, have the same face that I do of
2: shock and yes. awe. That's kind of what I was, I was like. When does this get released Yeah. Again? Yes.
1: Uh, and so they might find out by listening to the podcast. Uh, and that will be okay. But, like, it's just it kind of brings to light. You, you mentioned Renee Traditions. Yeah. But just how, like, all of a sudden, like, these traditions and things you've done for a long time, you and it, you kind of, like, are building up to this day that's yeah. significant, and you're making decisions about what you should and shouldn't do, and right now, I have literally been thinking for days about when I should tell my family that we're not having turkey on Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when at the end I of the understand. day, the turkey is food, Yeah, and yeah. the tradition yeah. is family yeah. togetherness, but yeah, all of those, almost expectations that go into what... Holidays are Good can be yeah. difficult. Yeah. So maybe that that's word. a
1: place we can hang out for a little bit on expectations and how that can cause stress and then how we can manage those in a way um, that will help us have healthy relationships with our family members.
0: Yeah, I, I think around whether it's a, a holiday, whether it's a family gathering, um, whether it's getting up out of bed into your car and out to work or the store or a community event, I think just having... Um, a really good understanding of our own expectations is a, is a great place to start because we can really truly set ourselves up for failure, and it feels devastating. It I, I can do it to myself. I'm truly speaking um, for expe- from experience that when I go in with 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 so much assurance and and I I know this is going to happen, and then it doesn't. I've done that to myself. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so giving myself space. Um. Uh, Going back to to what Kate, what you have said is I've I've had to do this. Um, uh, My brother lives out of town. My parents live down just a little bit south of me. Whose house do we go to? Where do we go? Who will be at the table? And really at the end of the day, you said it's not about the food that's there. It's about coming together, having fun, playing games. We like to play games. We like to watch football. And do you know what I've had to do? is I'll come back home, and I'll make myself the top three things that I want on my Thanksgiving table. Yeah, Absolutely. Right? Whether I got them, whether I didn't get them, but what I don't want to do is, let's say I don't get green bean casserole. First of all, huge hypothetical, we always have (laughs) green bean casserole. (laughs) But if I didn't get that, (laughs) everyone in the family knows better. But if it wasn't on the table, my Thanksgiving isn't over because of that. Have
1: you always been in that place? I mean, like... No, that's like not no. an easy place to be. Right. No, we, we do have those expectations. I was joking about our menu because probably there's an expectation we're going to have turkey on Thanksgiving when my whole right. family's in town. Right,
0: And and, and that, that's OK. And so yeah. I hope that if there are families listening and you find yourself at somebody's house where the menu is not their tradi- traditional menu or not the traditional activities. Hey, do it the next weekend. Right? Fill that void. Meet your own expectation, but be in that moment. Be in that moment with your friends, with your family, with yourself, right? So manage those expectations. um, And that's okay.
2: And I want to add in to when you said be in the moment, do so in a way that's present. Right. So being in the moment doesn't mean that you're hanging around your family and you're on your phone the entire time or completely disengaged. You know, being. as long as it's healthy, of course. Yeah, you know, set those boundaries and be with them. And
1: yeah, and I, and I, and it, although I was kind of saying it in a joking way about uh, I'm nervous about telling my family. <laughs> it's not that I am like avoiding this conflict either. Like, so one of the pieces here, I about, totally
2: would <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the, that.
1: <laughs> but what one of the pieces about <laughs> managing your own expectations is you, you manage those in the context of your relationships with people because yeah. a lot of the expectations we put on special family gatherings are expectations we have for how other people might behave or m- sure. what might other people do. And so mm-hmm. going back to one of our earlier episodes about sphere of control, yep. I only can t- control my own actions and thoughts and feelings, not somebody else's. That's right. 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 And so <laughs> realizing that, but then also realizing that I am responsible to, to own what those expectations are and to talk through them. And if I know that I'm doing if I am making a choice that is not gonna meet the expectations of others and I already know it, having a conversation up front could be really healthy for me and my family. Sure.
0: Or just saying it on a podcast.
1: Yeah, just letting them know <laughs> through, through the podcast. That's right. I,
0: I joke. So true. So if you think you might um, I don't even I don't even know if disappoint or not meet the expectation of somebody else or something else, talk about it. Yeah. Hey, I was wondering all right? And just and just start a conversation.
1: When I when I heard you say that I felt like yes, affirm that. But also like all of a sudden the sense of like panic, like, oh no, I need to be really worried about meeting someone's expectation. Like so it's okay. You don't have to meet everybody's no, expectation. We can't. And you can't. Right. We can't. And yeah. so you can't have, that, you yeah. can't have that expectation of yourself to meet everybody else else's Absolutely. expectation.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Um and then kind of one of my relationship conversation mantras that I repeat probably on fifty percent of our episodes is that no relationship Excuse me. No conversation happens in a vacuum. Right. And so the conversations that I'm going to have with my family, it's really not going to be a big deal about the food. But those it conversations, It's always funny to it's, hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not relatable? a big deal it, because yeah. I have other conversations with them, right? Right. And so if my relationship with them was unhealthy the rest of the year, that conversation about pork tenderloin instead of turkey would be much more tense. But because I have ongoing relationship with my family and have some of that back and forth conversation it's it's not gonna be a big deal Someone can might I, say bummer. Can I speak okay. to that just for a second, yeah. Keith? I
0: think that's a, a really, again, just a relatable example. Um, and I want to just maybe put my clinical word to Please. it. Please, pro- yeah. Projection, mm-hmm. right? So if there is con- unresolved conflict, if there is uh, no really healthy communication styles or patterns within a family, we truly might just project that conflict i'm not saying this f- in a funny way but like on to the pork tenderloin okay yes mm-hmm. where the argument or the conflict or the expectations become about the pork tenderloin it ain't about the pork tenderloin right <laughs> right right it, it's about we don't we don't have that healthy relationship outside of this space and so we don't know how to talk about the stuff that we really need to talk about right yeah i hope that made sense it does perfect yeah. perfect yeah so
1: so I really appreciate that idea about pro, uh, projection because right now we're talking about Thanksgiving, but you can use that same piece in really any relationship. So you're thinking about in a, a marriage relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. I'm I, I'm sure that that is the same there where you have an argument about who for who didn't put the dishes in the dishwasher when really it might have nothing to do with dishes and dishwasher right. at all.
0: Right. I, I'm sure I've, I've said it before. If I haven't, I hope I've. Um, become more mindful and aware of saying it in every single podcast episode, but really, truly trying to be a mentor and a steward of this phrase: "Say what you mean, mean what you say, and don't be mean." Hmm. Um, I have, absolutely, I've got to know the message that I want to send, and if I have have my feelings hurt or need to articulate an expectation. I deserve to do that and I have the right to do that in a healthy way. Again, I can't control how anybody else thinks, feels, or behaves. But if that's my need, I need to get met, great. But if I start um, resenting someone over, just thinking on our our Thanksgiving table here, um, if I start resenting folks about what's on the table, I think I need to step back and remind myself, um, again, be, be present. Why am I here? What am I doing? What is this really about? And just maybe maybe that's not the time to bring something up. Maybe I need to do a little more um, work thinking about it first. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I think another dynamic around uh, any kind of holiday, family gathering, Thanksgiving in particular, is trying to figure out where you spend your time or who you, who you spend your time with. Yeah. Uh, do you travel? Do you stay home? How have you both managed that with your families to come to some type of healthy Oh, I want to say almost agreement because I feel like sometimes it has to be like, <laughs> you, like you negotiate this, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it can feel that way sometimes, though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it's just me, so I mean, there's not a whole lot of negotiations. That... Well, you
1: still you still have to decide where you're going to spend, and I'm right. And I would imagine that some of your family, parents, cousins, grandparents, something have some yes. expectations that you're going to yes. be there's somewhere. Yes, there's still
2: two sides of the family, and. But I will in full transparency, I will own that I am completely rigid when it comes to my Thanksgiving holiday traditions because that is my one holiday that I get to spend it with my grandma who is out of state. Hmm. And so that's like you made that's, that a, a priority. So that's like a security thing. Same thing for Christmas Eve for me. I mean, that's my don't mess with holiday. But I just know that that's my special time to go and spend it with my dad's side of the family and enjoy it and be up there for a couple of days. And
1: So you decided to be really sort of I'm protective super of that protective.
2: time, right? I'm super protective of it. Like, I just know that that will be a hard discussion to have one day.
0: <laughs> hmm. And is it something that you keep a secret <laughs> from your family? Or is it something oh, that... Oh, no.
2: Yeah, no, I've been pretty open. I mean, I... am that, for me, is a really yeah. important time to get yeah. to just be up there and see. Like I said, we we have our traditions for just about everything. So we – I guess we're all pretty rigid in some degree. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad. Well, well having traditions but... is not the same thing as being rigid. <laughs> so those, are not, those are We really never cool. step stray away from them. But we go up and, you know, it's my time to spend with my grandma ever since I was little – I would help her cook. You know, she'll always say, you used to sit on this stool and help me every year. She says mm-hmm. it. And so we always make the meal together. And then the guys are watching football and uh, mom's looking at Black Friday ads and helping in the kitchen. And then we have more family come over that I only get to see once a year. Mm-hmm. And from there, then we all go, even though I despise this part, but I do it because holiday is also about compromise. Even though I still push back a little bit, uh, we then go play putt putt, do eighteen rounds
0: <laughs> with
2: the seven people, and it takes forever. <laughs> but we get a lot of good laughs. You know, my grandma and I are on a team together, and you oh, know, rocking and really rolling cool. last place. Yeah. But I just can't give that. Up. Like for me, I, and I know again. Like I said a little bit ago, holidays are about compromise. And so at some point in life, whether it's with my immediate family or with friends, there's going to have to be compromise that happens around sure. holidays.
0: But right now I'm just uber protective of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a, a fair place to be. Right. You know that your family knows that it happens year over year. And right now your family is at a place where you can do that. Right. Everybody mm-hmm. is he, alive and and there and present and in the years to come. Again, you might have uh, um, other natural occurrences that go, hey, listen, we have to rethink this. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. And so um, I would say, interestingly enough, this this day of all days, I used to hold so much rigidity around. Mm. I don't know what it was about this day. Um, I, I loved to cook. I loved learning what my family loved. I liked learning um, new recipes and putting my own twist on things. That was really fun. And so I think while I was maybe coming to my own understanding of what Thanksgiving meant to me, I was a little more rigid around that space. Um, but I can tell you over the last, I would say five years or so, um, man, you could tell me we're going to travel at the last minute. I, I, I just, it's, I, I think it's just about where I'm at and mm-hmm. I know that if there's something I miss on that exact day, I'm in control of receiving that tradition. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in charge of that. So I can go roast a turkey the next weekend if I want the leftovers um, because I went to my family and they had a pork loin. OK, <laughs> <Yeah. And> again, <laughs> right. Be in that moment. Enjoy this wonderful meal that that I have the opportunity to have with my family. And it's okay if I want to go home and cook a turkey. Like yeah. it's okay. I'm um, sorry, I, I, w- I would say I was really rigid. And then as family has grown and family has moved, I, I think I've just grown and moved with them, yeah. I, and, and find myself in a really awesome, not no pun intended, grateful space that I have the opportunity in my life to travel, stay put, do something unique, do something traditional. Um, and just kind of enjoying the day and and, yeah. and the weekend. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah,
1: Thanksgiving's been really fluid in in my family uh, since my wife and I've been married and out to Kansas City. Um, you know, growing up, we always went to my grandma's house, and all my aunts and uncles and cousins were there. And I remember that I have memories from being really young. But I don't know that we've had two Thanksgivings back to back in the I don't know how close to twelve years that we've been married now. Um, that have been the same, yeah. and so sometimes we've traveled to my family, we've traveled to my wife's family, we've stayed in town and had it just with us. We've had friends over, oh, I've had yeah. students over when I was working at a college. I, you know, I've done kind of all those different varieties, and so I don't have some of those same Thanksgiving traditions that would be, that kind of that rigidity sure. um, mm. about it for me. Except for that on Thanksgiving. There's a big meal, and we have lots of people around the table eating that meal together. Like that—that's the—that's the only thing. That's the the love saying for New Year. Yeah, media. I yeah. love
2: it. Absolutely. And then there's no one right way to do it. Like that's the other thing I take away from whatever is being celebrated, whether it's a holiday or not. Yeah. There's no one right way to yeah. celebrate with family, whatever family means to you, because. Yeah. I also recognize family could be what you choose, and so that's friends. And
0: yeah, absolutely. So. And, and that could be hard. Yeah, right. That could be a really hard decision. Um, what I hope that, uh, the, uh, what I want to share with listeners about this subject specifically is, you can absolutely choose who you spend your time and energy on and mm-hmm. with. Yeah, that that is up to you.
1: My wife and I made that decision uh, several years ago kind of our first priority and we're making decisions about whether to travel or to stay and, and what that looks like is the the health of my immediate family, so my yeah, wife yeah. And, and my kids. And and that's been sometimes challenging. We've had to have some sometimes conversations with extended family to say, this is why we're not traveling this year or this right. is why we're only going to be there for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. Because I think with those traditions, I mentioned that I had a lot of traditions growing up. Part of me, when I first got married, wanted to maintain those same traditions. Right. But <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden I lived... Yeah six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours away by car from family and family members and more in more and different states. And so maintaining some of those old traditions I loved growing up was, re- was nearly impossible. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and, it, and then that's when expectation, you know, you have unreasonable expectations. You can have more stress, more turmoil. And so we've just made that decision, which isn't always to stay home. It's just that we're considering what that decision means on our nuclear family.
0: Absolutely. First. Absolutely. I would. Sorry, go ahead, please.
2: Well, I was going to say, and I would, as we talk about setting some, establishing some boundaries, also doing so with yourself as an individual. Like I think through how awesome any holidays thinking about Thanksgiving in general can be, but also how stressful it is sure, and the emotions that can come with holidays. And, Blocking out time for you to step away, whether that's you by yourself or you with someone else, like every time after we eat our Thanksgiving meal, my dad, he's probably just wanting, you know, to step away, but he gets to drag me along with him and we go on a long walk and that's our time together to unwind and talk about whatever's going on and just have father daughter time. He might not see it that way. That's how I see it. It's something that I always look forward to. Mm. But it's that time blocked off that I know this is self care. So that when I come back and I have to be forced into putt putt golf later, that I am not going (laughs) to be so agitated when I have to go, you know, take 10 swings per hole. So, you know, making sure that we find that time to take care of ourselves, to recognize the emotions we might be feeling. Don't push them under the rug, yeah. you know, recognize them, sit with them, you know, say what they are, and then yeah, move I'm, on and enjoy your day. Man, I'm,
1: I'm really thinking about those examples about self-care in the context of um, families that you might be with, like your in-laws family or like an extended family that's not your own, particularly mm-hmm. if those family family dynamics are way different than the family you grew right. up with yeah. Right. and yeah. how important those same skills are in those moments of recognizing your emotions setting sign time for self-care in the midst of that talking about how you feel and in in being aware of i'm feeling this way because and so whether you can do that in the moment of a situation or after the fact to go back and think through it those are really helpful skills for those of our listeners who are going going to be Mm -hmm. in those situations that it's not where they tend to feel most comfortable
0: Yeah.
2: Well, if you're having tough conversations and you're not ready to own your feelings in front of everyone else either, you could always just say, hey, you know, I just need to go to the bathroom real quick. So I'm just going to – I'll be right back. Take five. You know, they might wonder what's going on. But take five and give yourself some time away and then come back to the table or to the environment wherever you are once you're ready and can – Talk productively, effectively,
0: nicely—all of yeah. those things. So, yeah. I, I think this has just been a really, a really nice turn in the conversation. It's really just a reminder to folks that our struggles don't just magically vanish because a day is called Thanksgiving and everyone is right. All, uh, most are off work, and uh, right, it, it's it's really another Thursday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so. The same struggles, uh, the same um, accomplishments and successes, the same a- anything can happen, and and you get to again be ready for that. You get to prepare in the way that's best for you, um, in 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 knowing yourself the best. So what I was, oh man, Kate, I know you said something earlier that you said oh, it was just me, and I said, man. I bet you there's listeners or or listeners that either are alone on this day or know someone that's alone. Sure. So, man, what I love to extend an invitation. If you've got room at your table and you know someone's going to be alone, ask the question. Mm -hmm. Right. In invite to your table. Or if you are out there and you are alone. First of all, don't feel pressure to accept an invitation. Yeah. Okay. Being alone. Absolutely. Absolutely fine. Also know, too, uh, I have to mention crisis lines, guys. Thank you. It's 913-268-0156. If you are in a crisis or just maybe unsure what to do with your mental wellness on that day or any day, please give us a phone call. Talk it out um, and get some peace of mind about that. We welcome that. Or if you're worried about someone
2: that you're with. Absolutely. And you're noticing that a friend or family member that you're with might seem a little off yes, compared to how they you. usually are you can call and you can process through that as yeah. well 100 yeah yeah
1: i want to shift gears a little bit to start talking a little bit about gratitude and sure. how gratitude can help us in our mental illness but before we do it is time for our official disclaimer <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent those of johnson county mental health center or johnson county government so gratitude Kate's getting pretty excited over there to talk about how ready. gratitude can contribute to overall mental health.
2: All right, I'm ready. So, I have a lot of thoughts on this. And so, I'll have to, yeah, make sure that I don't come off strong and <laughs> sharing some of those. Um, I'm a big believer, I'll start with that, of gratitude and the benefits that it has for um, overall mental health, especially for those who are uh, trying to work through their mental illness. So, big believer. I will say on the flip side of that, there is nothing more frustrating than someone for someone who's going through mental illness and in that dark time to say, Well, there's so much that you should be grateful for. You know, think about all that you have, because then it shuts down that conversation. Sure. So that being said, one of the things that I I want to mention to listeners, knowing that gratitude plays such a big Role in your recovery journey and your mental wellness, whether you have a mental illness or not, because we all know that all of us have mental health, just like we all have physical health, journal the things that you're grateful for, thankful for on an ongoing basis. Don't leave it to one day out of the year. And that way on Thanksgiving, if you have 10 things you can write down, amazing. If you find yourself on Thanksgiving and you just aren't in a place where you can come up with something that you're grateful for in that time because you're just in that dark moment, you can then go back to that journal and go, okay, these are the things that I can't see right now that I am thankful for. And that can help pull you through and be grateful for what you can in the, in the mindset that you're in. Love it. So I have all kinds
0: of views on it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just really neat to, to talk about the concept of, Being thankful or grateful or having thanks, giving thanks, having gratitude is really good for our mental wellness. Mm -hmm. And I don't take a lot of time to think about that. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I hope this sparks conversation in people. I hope this sparks thought. It has for me just sitting here going, what am I going to say about being thankful? Wait a minute. It's such a rich part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I hope it looks like it comes naturally to me. But I want to tell Y'all, my, my two friends sitting here in this room and our listeners, guys, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard, right, to yeah. be really purposefully cognizant of the things I am grateful for to those or to people or things that I have gratitude for. Um, I have to I have to be humble. There, there are times where I yeah. have to maybe step out a little bit of my pride and be humble to be grateful for. But, man, if I don't do that, I do think I would I, – I, I, I could see how my mental wellness would be impacted. Sure. Um, And so, uh, again, to, to to go where Kate is, I I love that she <laughs> said journal. In my mind, I cringed. That's my wor- <laughs> A lot I, of people do. Yeah. That's my worst coping skill in the whole world. Write something? You've got to be kidding me. What I know for me is I have to make the choice. It has to be purposeful. Yeah. I have yeah. to get into that grateful space. Very purposefully, and when I do, uh, it's a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Well, and can I
2: add too, to what you said? Is that it doesn't have to be some grandiose, I'm thankful for these huge things that are happening. It could be if you are struggling to come up with some of the things around you that you're thankful for. I got up this morning, I didn't poke my eye with my mascara stick. Yes. I'm so thankful. Or, you know, I got to work and I was on time. I'm thankful. Or there's small things that we can recognize throughout the day that might seem small in the grand scheme, but are all things that had they gone wrong, they would have been much more apparent to us than had they gone right. And so it's important to reframe that and go, okay, there were little things along the way that yeah. are exciting. And
0: I think it's the little things that probably keep me most grounded. Um, if I could, I would wear flip flops year round. Okay, you <laughs> with can. yeah, with I, yeah, I can. Uh, I know I've talked about this in and I know I've mentioned flip flops before. My mother would have unkind words, eh, not unkind, strong, strongly worded <laughs> phrases <laughs> to remind me that my feet are going to get cold, that I'm going to catch a death of cold, that I'm going to get ill in some way because I have flip flops on. And, like, all the times I've broken my toes, her first question is, do you have flip-flops on? Yes, Mom. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, when the first uh, when the first freeze happened and then it was um, coupled with precipitation, I was really thankful for my sneakers. <laughs> because I really didn't want to walk in my parking lot in my flip-flops. I was afraid I was going to fall yeah. and hurt something. Yeah. And so in that moment, I was like... Man, Renee, you got sneakers. Like you got like three pairs to choose from. This is pretty cool. And I I laughed at myself. And of, of course never in a jillion years that I think I'd be talking and telling this story on a podcast. But of course not to my mom. My mom would be so proud. I'm wearing sneakers on the first time. But there's ice on the ground. But it's those little moments. If if I didn't take time to stop and laugh and be thankful, I, I would I would. I'd walk around with a really negative approach to things.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking about, you know, I mentioned that we don't have a lot of traditions besides gathering for a um, meal on Thanksgiving. But one tradition we do have, and I don't know for sure when it even started, but somewhere my kids picked it up and they've kept it going, uh, is at the Thanksgiving dinner, we go around the table and every person says one thing that they're thankful for for that year.
2: I love it, especially that your kids, yeah, to keep like That's last so year cool. I remember that
1: so vividly that it was my nine year old who was of course then eight uh who like made sure that happened around the table and what's wonderful about that is you're on the table, and some people are saying some really deep meaningful make you wanna cry type things, and then other people say.
0: They're sneakers. They're sneakers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, and and that's and that's fine. Like that's it's good. so valuable. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember around the table what some people said they were thankful for, yeah. and I remember both like the deep meaningful stuff and the stuff that was kind of surface levely stuff. And from my perspective, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's good.
0: Yeah,
2: I love that because you never know where someone's at in that moment. Because the things yeah. to us that might be surface level or a yeah. small thing. I and mean, I didn't have better language for well, that. Well, no, I know. It oh, yeah. Know. Like... It's okay. yeah. That would be the language I would have used, yeah. too. And I think it's just important for all of us to remember. Because I know I've had those same thoughts as you where it's like, okay, that's an interesting thing. To... Yeah.
1: And I also have kids who say really funny things that they're <laughs> yeah. thankful for, right? And yeah. colleagues. Yeah. yeah. Right. Really Flip flops.
2: <laughs> but you never know. Sneakers. It's like for some people that day – that's the best that they can do and yeah, sure. things that I'm so thankful for. Because I just think about, like, especially on social media, everyone posts, what are you thankful for on around Thanksgiving? And you're bound to have that question come up to you at some point. Yeah. And so I just encourage everyone listening to make sure that we take our own blinders off, for lack of a better word, and appreciate any answer that we get back from Absolutely. people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And be willing to give any answer. That is meaningful yes. to us in that moment.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, not you don't have to meet someone else's expectations about what Absolutely. you're going to exactly. say you're grateful yeah. for.
0: Exactly. And I will tell you that before this conversation with you guys, I didn't really truly understand the depth of gratitude. And, and I really think that I'm leaving here a little more just kind of enlightened about how the, it, right, small, deep. Philosophical, whatever words we want to use, is that I I do have things that I may be more often thankful for. Yeah. Some things I'm less often thankful for. Some things that just come so naturally. Some things I don't even think about. Again, sneakers, but uh, right, my health, my home, hmm. my I, again all yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just I guess I didn't recognize the depth, and I really yeah. appreciate you guys just kind of bringing that to my attention.
1: Yeah. I know. Say, yeah. I know another thing that we talk about around here is. I think I heard Tim say this before so rarely when you see a person who's in recovery and who's and who's going in the right direction them come and say I did this all by myself yeah. Oh man. and Never. just <laughs> yeah and just acknowledging even if you're not a person who identifies as being in recovery but you just as a person whoever you are just as a human yeah. just recognizing the impact that people have had somewhere along the way yep and I know that not everybody has a good long-term story about that right some of us have some people who have been kind of awful and i i recognize that yeah but when we can think of even just a one person that teacher that principal that um professor that mentor that neighbor that whomever absolutely who is who did something even if it was little that just helped change the way we think about something or help move us in a different direction or just showed us that one day we needed to be shown that someone cares about us those are things we can be thankful about forever.
2: Yeah. Oh, I agree. Because I'm sitting here thinking how how thankful I actually am for your daughter <laughs> as we've had this conversation. Because I even feel rejuvenated that, I mean, at then eight, she is willing to start that conversation yeah. about, mm-hmm. I, I just have the goosebumps right now, <laughs> yeah. about all of the things that are great in life, even when things seem hard. And that when we may not want to sit in that uh, conversation, but we're grateful for there's someone who's willing to do that and so she's just one cool gal she is i'm just yeah. sitting here i'm like i'm so thankful for her because sometimes we need that reminder yeah i she's will tell you cool.
0: keith i am going to um share my own personal challenge from this conversation from what i'm taking forward and that is this thanksgiving i want to do my best to be that one person for someone hmm. same in I some the same way thought. shape or I, form yeah. i think i look for those one people, right? That one person in my life. I think I look for those one-off moments. I'm not sure I look to be those one-off moments, mm. and so this year I hope to be that one person.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Let's wrap up here. Uh, this was. I'm excited about Thanksgiving. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to come into it just feeling <laughs> with all these new new things and with much more gratitude. Yeah. Uh, and with conversations about pork tenderloin. <laughs> what uh what's one thing we could wrap up and leave listeners with the most important thing you you got out of this conversation?
0: I think I'm just gonna go back to my recent recognition of the depth of gratitude. It is okay if it's something that is extremely readily available and tangible or something that I have to spend She's a lot to stop time going It's like this party. game, right? <laughs> who's going first? Um,
2: <laughs> I would say the importance of not only taking care of your your family, but also taking care of you. Yeah. Don't be afraid to feel the emotions you're feeling, but also don't be afraid to step away if you need a moment and give yourself that time to level back out and then join back in. and That would be, I think, my biggest takeaway in addition to Renee's
1: our conversation about gratitude definitely resonated the most with me Mm -hmm. I think though the wrap-up statement that I'd want to make is just coming back to where we started about expectations and and Mm -hmm. recognizing what expectations exist and what you have control over and the relationships you have around around those and then to manage your own expectations uh I I just think that's a really valuable process to go through leading up to Thanksgiving to help you uh, be able to really appreciate that time for for what it is.
0: Absolutely. I'm Keith. I'm Kate. I'm Renee. And it's okay if you're not okay. Happy Thanksgiving.